Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Titus. And I'm Andrew. And today we're here. Um, chilling, chilling in the state house. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this is a podcast, in case you guys weren't aware of it, because this is our first episode here, uh, about just, you know, me and Andrew, both state government reporters here at the Topeka Capital Journal, just talking about, you know, issues in Kansas, political issues in Kansas, what's going on here in the capital of Kansas, here in Topeka, and, you know, just chilling it down and breaking down the information to you in a chill and entertaining way. And this is good for us, too, because our weeks are busy, and on Fridays, we get to be chill. <laughs> we, we finally get, to be, get chill. to be chill for a half yeah. hour. Though some Fridays could be busy, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, ch- chillness is sometimes hard to come by here in the state house, but Yes, yeah, so especially with politics. But, but you and I, we are chill. The state house, eh, but you and I, we're... we're but that's our job. We have the goods. That's our job to make it chill. Make it chill. Right. So, Titus, this was not a chill week. What? Uh, what? What all went on? I, I... Well, first off, you know, for you know, for you all you're listening in for the first time, you know, legislative session where you know oh, true, lawmakers okay. come and you know start working on bills and everything to pass. That started, you know, mid January. So it's been it's been, and lawmakers are really trying to kind of you know push through a lot of things and fear that, you know, maybe this legislative session might get cut quick because there's a COVID-19 outbreak. So they're, they're pushing through a lot of things um, really quickly. And the bill has a whole range of processes, you know, check out Andrew's story on that somewhere yeah, back. I, I, <laughs> somewhere back in our archives. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we, we had, if you missed it, uh, you heard, hopefully if you're a loyal listener, you heard from Titus and I sitting down with Governor Laura Kelly a couple weeks back ahead of session where we kind of previewed some of what was going on. If you missed that or if you missed some of our stories in that preview, because there were a lot of them, not to brag, but like yeah, we, we yeah. wrote a lot in that week. <laughs> um, you should go back and check that out. But um, yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah. So I guess, you know, onto our topic of our first podcast, you know, one of the most... Drum roll, sh- drum roll please. It, yeah, okay, that's kind of hard to... Yeah, to I don't know if you okay. heard that. But <laughs> one of the most chill subjects of all time. Would you, wouldn't you agree, Andrew? Oh, absolutely. So chill. I mean, I think it's something both Republicans and Democrats can agree on. It's 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 no contention at all. It's it's kind of... Audio audio makes it tough. You know, if, if this were like a Reddit post, we would have the, like the sarcasm font on... <laughs> yeah. 
But and that that topic <laughs> is abortion. <laughs> yes, abortion, and、uh, that's something that you know it was a big priority on both leaderships in both the Kansas House, Kansas Senate, which is the two chambers of the Kansas legislature.、Uh, no surprise, dominated by Republicans,、um, and they pushed through this really quick because they wanted to get this done. Because you know,、um, last year it actually actually failed, not because you know they were you know somehow against against you know. Being anti-abortion, but because there were actually four moderate Republicans last time who、um, who said, "Nah, we don't want this because you know we didn't like the election day issue." But this time around, you know,、um, it got passed. It's it's final. It's going to be on the August twenty twenty two ballot. So if people are going to be voting on this, Titus, why don't you give them a rundown and and kind of walk through what this what this amendment is? It's fairly straightforward, but. Also, it, it can be, be a little careful. Yeah, yeah.、Um, so, you know, you, you might look at this first and think, "Oh, we're voting on whether to ban abortion or not." It's a bit more complicated than that. Basically, in 2019, I believe.、Uh, we should check that real quick. <laughs> yes, 2019. I I believe the Kansas Supreme Court ruled that you know. Abortion is a state constitutional right under the Kansas Constitution. So, well, so if if the U.S. Supreme Court ever overturned Roe versus Wade, abortions could not be banned in Kansas, right? Because it's a because even if it's maybe not a right under the U.S. Constitution anymore, it's still a right under the Kansas Constitution.、Um, so yeah,、uh, obviously when that ruling came about, you know Republicans. We're very happy, and we're you know drinking beer and saying, "What a great day for Kansas!" Not, yeah, yeah. I'm just <laughs>、um, they were furious, obviously.、Um, so, this, so what this amendment will do, and what you will see on August twenty twenty, August twenty twenty two, is that it would act to overturn that, but it's not making abortion. Illegal or unconstitutional, it may seem like that way a bit. It just makes it's just simply saying that it's not a constitutional right. That's it. Now there are people out that Democrats, the the minority, definitive minority here in in the legislature, who do argue that it effectively could pave the way for a ban on abortion because with a more conservative U.S. Supreme Court, the fate of Roe versus Wade is very much in doubt, and if this passes. Obviously, whatever case comes about in Kansas would presumably be very different than what we saw in 2019, and that could create an opening for a lot more stricter measures on regulating abortion、uh, that we've seen in, in other very red, very conservative states throughout the South and Southwest. Yeah, in fact, you know, Democrats are saying that this would actually lead to just a full-out, straight-up ban on abortion. Uh, and you know, just today actually,、uh, they had a you know a, a press conference which is trying to they say they're going to try to make the point the fact that you know Republicans didn't even like want to do anything in terms of trying to make an exception for you know cases of you know rape incest etc.、Um, so they're going to, they're going to try to hone in on that point to say wow you know, this could be just a total complete outright ban on abortion but you know、um, so that's 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 going to be you know obviously a big hot topic. When 2022 rolls around, and probably right, you know, th- there's going to be a lot of spending on both sides. I think on this, and you know, they might not even wait till 2022 to start kind of test driving their arguments for and against.、Um, you know, Titus, maybe a little bit of of time frame would would be helpful. Like,、uh, 
you know, we've been in session for three weeks now, right? Yeah, yeah. So, really, there were some delays on the Senate side, but the House passed this last Friday, and less than a week later, the Senate passed it. So, like, that's to give you a sense of how quickly Republicans wanted to move on this and how much of a priority they wanted to make it, because, like Titus said, this was not successful in the past. And part of the reason it was successful this time around was because of what happened in the August primary, where a lot of those moderate Republicans that Titus talked about, they maybe even represented you here in Topeka, they lost to more conservative opponents in the primary. So the the composition of the legislature didn't change much. Republicans have a supermajority, more than a two-thirds majority in each chamber. Which, by the way, is needed to pass a constitutional amendment like this one. True. Very good point. Um, yeah, so Republicans, that, that, that part didn't change much. They still have that two-thirds majority. But the caucuses, the Republican caucuses in both chambers, are more conservative than they were a year ago. So that means something like this abortion amendment, had a lot better odds of moving forward. There was really, there was no resistance. No Republican voted against this in the Senate, even though we thought one might. Um, and it really was a lot smoother a process. And I think it's going to be a sign of things to come where conservative policies are going to, I don't want to say coast through, but are, you know, the the base of potential Republican, moderate Republican opponents has shrunk a lot. Right. So that's going to, you know, I think we talked about this on our, our podcast about with, about um, our interview with Governor Kelly. That's going to change the type of policies you see moving forward. Although there was still some hiccups, right? Um, yeah, there was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I Andrew has been kind of on top of this uh, one maybe little hiccup. I mean, it, I mean, for the most part, the abortion amendment passed through smoothly, but you know there were at times we were like, you know, when are they going to finally get this done? At least on the Senate side, because right. yeah, well, it almost became like Groundhog Day. It's like last Thursday, they were going to vote on this, and then they decided against it, and then Monday they were going to vote on this, and then they didn't have the votes, and the reason for that is, and then and then they were going to do it Tuesday. Then they decided mm, to be safe. We better move to Thursday, and then finally Thursday passed. But um, part of the reason for this is, in, in you, know, you do need that two-thirds majority to pass a constitutional amendment. Mm-hmm. And on the Senate side, Republicans have a pretty healthy twenty-nine member majority. But in the forty-member Senate, you need twenty-seven, twenty-six, or twenty-seven. Just Google up and then you look two thirds and just calculate that and you, you'll figure out the number. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you need 27 yes votes in the Senate. And the numbers got a little sticky for Republicans. And I, I won't go into all the reasons why that is. But basically, they only could have afforded one of their members to miss the vote was the initial thinking. And one of their members is quite ill at the moment and, and is not around. So last Thursday, one of the senators, Senator Dennis Pyle, who represents... Uh, Hiawatha, I believe. Yeah, he's from Brown County and represents uh, a good chunk of Northeast Kansas. So our Northeast Kansas listeners, he's your, he's your senator. Last Thursday, he had to leave for a personal matter uh, and they couldn't have the vote. 
So, you know, out there you might think, no harm, no foul. They'll just get around to it next week. And that's really what they wound up doing. But over the weekend, people got a little angry with Senator Pyle. There were even some some sitting senators were not happy and uh, advocacy groups who were pushing for this amendment were not happy. And it kind of culminated in this bizarre moment on the floor on Monday when Senator Pyle got up and basically said to his opponents, you reap what you sow. And it was just, you know, it was just a strange kind of twist to what we all assume was going to be a fairly straightforward process. Yeah. For political junkies here in Kansas, you know, you should keep your eye on uh, Dennis Pyle. Uh, He's, you know, I, I, I feel like there's a... There's some interesting dynamics going on between Powell and Republican leadership, I feel. Yeah. Well, we won't we won't get too far down this rabbit hole. But <laughs> I think this we just want to underscore <laughs> even when things were supposed to be straightforward, you know, there's always something, you know. It's bit politics. And also I also want to, I think also underscores how important, you know, each and every every vote is because, you know, you just, you know, the difference between, you know, a couple member seats, you know, could have meant the difference between Republicans never being able to pass this constitutional amendment of abortion versus being able to, you know. So um, it's it, it, you know, your thoughts in the last election that Democrats could have broken that supermajority, you know, and that was that was a, it had a good chance. Of course, it didn't, that didn't happen, but it just underscores how important every vote is. So, Titus, looking forward, you know, there's a lot that's going to happen between now and August 2022. Yeah, but. What is going to be the arguments from both sides as to why Kansas voters, the the people we hope are listening to this podcast, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not a Kansas voter, thank you, but what are you doing? Hey, it's still good drama you can listen in. That's true. And, you know, we're a new podcast. We probably should take every listener we can get. Um, But, yeah, I mean... You know, I guess on on the pro-choice side, you know, they're going to face the difficult tasks. I mentioned, you know, I was as you could tell, I was when I was explaining the amendment, it was kind of confusing and kind of like, wait, what? So it's not that and not that. So there's going to be a lot of people, obviously, who's going to you know see this amendment ballot language and going to think, oh wait, this is a ban on abortion. Um, you know, those on the pro pro uh pro value than both amendment, this is what it's called. You know, they're going to say they're going to try to as much as possible to make it clear. And it's going to be a difficult messaging kind of task, but make it clear that this is not a total ban on abortion, but just, you know, just overturning this constitutional amendment. You, you already get the point, as you, you you can see me trying to explain here. It's it's complicated. It doesn't fit well into a TV ad. Yeah. But yeah. abortion is one of those issues that is pretty emotional. Like, yeah. I feel like we're going to be seeing a lot yeah. of really emotional imagery. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I mean... It's it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be something that they're going to have to tackle on that front. Um, for for those on the Democratic side, on you know the the pro-choice side, uh, I guess one of the biggest obstacles they're definitely facing is that you know just the date of when this issue will be appearing on, which is during the primaries in 2022. Right. Um, which was a uh, you know that, that I mean that that date selection was the reason why last year actually this amendment failed to pass. Um, but yeah, the reason why you know it's in August, you know those on you know on the pro-choice side are saying it's because um you know they're trying to you know boost his chances of success you know because usually it's only people who have a political affiliation who vote in primaries 
because usually that's all there is on the on the primary ballot. Right. Um, and historically, you know, turnout from both you know those affiliated with the party and those who weren't you know tend to be higher in the general election in November. So the thinking is from those who are on the pro-choice side is that oh these you know these advocates you know who want to get rid of abortion they want this on the August ballot because you know it tends to favor more towards you know partisans in this case most of them will be conservatives in Kansas and you know that would increase its chances there and that those people who you know who are maybe not too partisan right will think oh well I mean it's the primary it's not my time to vote won't show up and vote for this right and you know also, there's just the practical aspect of we have busy lives. Well, you and I have busy lives, but like everyone has busy lives. So are independents going to want to go to the polls to vote on basically one thing? Right. Well, but that's see, That's what, you know, those who are, you know, anti-abortion are saying, like, well, that's the reason why we want this on this on, on during this day. So to give more focus on this issue, you know, that there won't be any national races to worry about or anything. Like, just just focus on this abortion issue. So that was their reasoning. Um, but the but the fact that it's on August will be a challenge for Democrats um, and Democrats and those on, you know, who are pro-choice will have to work really hard to make people aware that, hey, you have to turn out in August and you have to, you know, and their argument will be, you know, because again, this is assault on women's rights. This is going to eventually maybe lead to a ban on abortion. So that's going to be their argument. Those are going to be their challenges. And especially with, you know, elector that just voted in a conservative supermajority, it's going to be tough. It um, is. Well, and also there's, there's an interesting twist too, that the abortion amendment will probably drive out more conservative voters to the polls which could be bad news for the handful of Republican moderates who are still left here in the legislature, that they maybe should be on alert that they're going to have to navigate probably some pretty motivated, pretty Republican folks turning out to vote in August 2022. Um, One other thing uh, that I, I thought was kind of interesting, so Governor Kelly, of course, puts out a statement yesterday after the vote um, and she has opposed this for it's basically the whole time. But um, the governor made the argument that this could have a negative effect on Kansas's economy. She pointed to fallout from North Carolina's uh, so-called bathroom bill related mm-hmm. to transgender individuals that was passed several years ago and how many companies shifted their businesses out of North Carolina or uh, even like sporting events didn't didn't go to the state so she's saying in and this is obviously a counterfactual you know we, we won't know what happens what, what what the response might be from businesses until this passes but that is another thing I think we might see another argument getting a workout basically focusing on trying to turn the tables on republicans who are often trying to frame themselves as a pro-business uh party well i i don't know we'll see um all i know is that is this is this likely you know especially when august 2022 nears it's likely going to get some national attention that's for sure oh yeah yeah well and i think if you know everyone out there if you got sick of ads ahead of last november's election we have bad news for you <laughs> yep. it's it's gonna you know you, 
you may not be able to turn on the TV ahead of mm. August 2022. Yeah. Well, I've, it, yes, but we should plug your brown bag interview. Well, um, you know that's 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 about why we have abortion. You know, make sure to to read our work at cgonline.com. Uh, also, want to note that you know uh, we have a one-on-one sit-down interview with a uh, former Governor Sean Brownback, who just got off his job with the Trump administration as a religious freedom ambassador. Uh, if you haven't heard from him in a while, well, you can hear from him if you want to. Um, Titus has all that. Yep. You got some video even, right? Yeah, there's going to be some video, I feel. So uh, if, you, if you don't want to read Titus's work, which, come on, you should read Titus's work. You should watch so- my face. That's what you should do, yeah, <laughs> at this video. So, yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be, that, that should be on, up on our cjonline.com website today probably yeah and you know be sure to follow our written work but also you're going to want to stay posted on what we're doing with this podcast we have some exciting ideas for the future and you can find us anywhere you get your podcasts so apple podcasts spotify google play we're, we're there yeah titus and i we're just we're chilling yeah and, and uh, uh, yep, also I, also subscribe, like the podcast, and maybe give us a review if you thought we did a good job. Yep, should be new episodes every Monday, I believe. And uh, hopefully, hopefully, that's, yeah. So <laughs> that's uh, we'll hope that's, that's the hope. Uh, and we're uh, no, no, we're gonna commit to it. every Monday that, uh, for sure. This building could be on fire. We're gonna have a podcast on Monday. Yes, sir. So we will see you next Monday.